Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Asher Konigsberg, and today we're studying Eruvin 105, Kafhe. With this stuff, we are completing both the 10th parak and the whole of Masachet Eruvin. With 103 pages behind us, we might feel a bit short-changed since today's daf is rather brief. The main thrust of the daf is about who should perform necessary maintenance or upkeep in the Beit HaMikdash, the temple in Jerusalem. On our page, the daf, the Gemara quotes a brighter saying, all can enter the temple to build, fix, or remove tum'ah, impurities, but the commandment is on the kohanim, presumably the ones charged with upkeep in the temple. If there aren't kohanim, then levi'im, levi's, enter, and if there are no levi'im, Yisraelim, Israelites, enter. Ideally, a Kohen should be the one to take on such needs, but the Breite is aware that such a person isn't always available. In that case, the task should be done by a Levite, and then an Israelite, in that priority order. A bit further down on the page, the Gemara asks a question. If the only two people available are a blemished Kohen, someone who is relieved of his obligations due to a mum, a blemish, and a Kohen who is unfit for duty because he is not ritually pure, who should do the task? In answer to this question, we have a disagreement. Rabbi Chia Bar-Ashi, citing Rav, prefers the Tameh, because, in theory, that individual could have priestly obligation, and he is just temporarily off-duty, whereas the blemished man shouldn't be performing these duties at all. On the other side is Rabbi Elazar, who makes the opposite case. The man who has a blemish shall enter, since his status still allows him to eat hekdesh, food that is consecrated and reserved for the Kohanim and their families. It's important to understand that to eat hekdesh, one must be tahor, ritually pure, and therefore, according to Elazar, this individual does indeed have a preferred status over the Kohen who is tameh. Perhaps, since this is only a theoretical question, the Gemara does not hash out an answer and moves on to other topics. I, however, want to focus on the idea of blemished kohanim. This concept is described in detail in chapter 21 of Vayikra, Leviticus. No man, and the gender language is deliberate because practically speaking, kohanim who served in the temple were all male, no man could participate in the rituals of sacrifice if they had a mum. What constitutes such a blemish? Things that may be described now as physical deformities, blindness, lameness, being hunchbacked or a dwarf, and disfigurement generally. The same rules, by the way, were applied to animals for sacrifice. They too are held to a standard of perfection and must not be blemished. Perhaps with bulls and doves it is easier for us to accept the requirements for perfection, but with respect to people, disqualification on account of a moom doesn't sit right especially because some of the conditions that would prohibit a Kohen from serving are ones he was born with. If the Creator creates such people, it seems wrong for them to be banned from participation in God's service. 
The most plausible response to this criticism that I've heard is by Clive Lawton, the co-founder of Limud and former executive director of Limud UK. His observation is that what most of the disqualifications have in common is that they are distracting. The rituals in the temple need to be performed exactly so, and if a Kohen were to stand out, he would be distracting from the pomp and circumstance of the temple rite. Lest we think that we are immune from this sort of thinking, in our times, our society accepts this. Dance troops, cheerleaders, chorus ensembles for a musical, we readily accept that there are conditions that would preclude participation in those groups, and so it is with the temple ritual. I readily acknowledge that this is incomplete as an explanation, and it's still unsatisfying. Perhaps we can all challenge societal expectations of standardization and perfection, and expectations about what someone must do to fit in. Let us use this as a reminder to build a society that overlooks physical deformity or deficiency, and that sees every individual for more substantive characteristics. As Perkevot reminds us, Do not look at the vessel, but rather at what is inside. It seems to me that we all could use a reminder that what really matters is the Tselem Elohim, the image of God, contained in each and every person. And we ought to strive to see that in everyone, no matter how they look on the outside. And with that, we are finished with Eruvin 105, completing 10 Prakim and all of Eruvin. Hadran Allah, we will return to you. Yeshar Koach to everyone for sticking with Eruvin. Tune in tomorrow for the beginning of Psachim. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.